Wasn't that the and plot of um, the uh, Taste of Water? What the fuck is that movie called? The Shape of Water? The Shape yeah, of don't, Water? Don't give me started on this. Welcome back to another episode of Secondhand Screenplays. I'm Bill. And I'm Nate. And uh, today we got another episode for you, another short one similar to our previous episode on Birdemic. But uh, we're going to do the uh, long-awaited Shape of Water episode because apparently some people really wanted to hear my opinions on it after I uh, cut them all out of (laughs) of that other rant. So I, I thought it would be a fun way to do this uh, similar style where I have obviously seen Shape Water, despite it being years, uh, and Nate hasn't. So uh, I'm going to lead him astray as he did uh, with me in Birdemic. I don't think I led you astray. I think I gave you as accurate a re- review I could about it. There's no quest. There's no army. <laughs> right, there is no <laughs> army. I just feel like there should have been, you know? Well, that guy blasted his boots, you know? It was pretty... That guy was pretty gung-ho. That was as army as you could get. I've never seen this one, but I'm looking forward to it because apparently it's really bad. It, apparently, like, I'm in the minority. Like, I, th- I think if you, like, Google well, that's reviews. What I, thought. I thought I heard good it's, things it's about it. good things, you know? Uh, but I just really... Ooh, I really didn't like it. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll try to describe Shape of Water to you. Plot of this is essentially you got a nice little maid working at a secret government lab. She's got her her friend who also works with her and her her gay friend who lives uh, near her, and uh, she just one day happens to you know stumble into where they're keeping a highly classified creature of the Black Lagoon style fish person, and uh, they they share some eggs, fall in love, underwater sex scenes. And she, like, smuggles him out. And while all this is happening, there's, there's subplots on subplots. Like, it's all set in the Cold War. Like, the 70s. So there's, like, a, a spy working for the Russians or some shit like that. And you got uh, the villain who has, like, a, a phenomenal character introduction. Like, one of my favorite character introductions at all. And then they spend the rest of the movie trying to make you think... Like, trying to make you care about him. And the, the, the gay guy, you know, he's... Uh, he's uh, against helping them smuggle this creature, and then uh, the guy he's got a crush on turns out to be a homo- homophobe, so he's like, well, fuck it, you know, let's, uh, let's go commit some crimes. And uh, they, they all escape happily ever after. That's, that's the movie. Well, you answered my first question. I was going to say interspecies relations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, guy, yeah the friend being gay, is that important to the story? I I feel like it is. It's, it's clearly gay, and his whole sub arc is about him trying to have a romance with a man who's uh, homophobic. So they're saying in the eighties it was actually easier to date a CIA <laughs> water creature monster than it was to find a man to uh, date. Uh, it's probably that, that could definitely be implied. I feel um, nudity. Uh, yes, I want to say. Like, I saw it when it came out, which was, like, years ago, but... How many sex scenes are there? Uh, too many. Too many? <laughs> Is more than one? When, like, uh, I remember walking away going kind of like, I don't mind sex scenes, but if you're not, like, if you're gonna have, like, 
four different subplots that are not developed properly don't like take away my time to show me underwater sex scenes. Tommy Wiseau meets uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. I uh, yeah sure yeah you can call like the the creature from the Black Lagoon. Shut up. What else? What else do you think's uh, involved? Gunfighting. Uh, yes. Like, not, like, a ton, but there's that whole subplot about, like, Russian spies, Cold War stuff. It definitely involves some, like, murder and a little bit of a shootout. Nuclear war. No. This isn't, uh, Doctor Strangelove. It doesn't end. (laughs) No, it doesn't have to end, but is it, like, the looming threat, like, mentioned about nuclear war? No, I think the Cold War stuff is more about, like, Wow, they have a sexy fish person? We need one, too. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> do you think this is supposed to be a metaphor for something? Uh, do, do you I think, think that people really liked it and you didn't like it because the meaning was lost onto you? Is that possible? Maybe. I, I, I don't think it's any more of a metaphor than, uh, like, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, what I took it as. My My main issues are the... How it handles some of the characters, what it does with uh, Michael Shannon's villain, um, and the way too many plot lines. So we're going to take a little break and watch 2017's The Shape of Water, written by Guillermo del Toro and Vanessa Taylor, and directed by Guillermo del Toro. And we're back. We watched The Shape of Water, and I liked it. Should I start with that? I don't sure, know. you can. I Should I start with I liked the movie. I, thought I really liked it. I thought it was cute. I think I don't I think, know what the fuck he hated so much for. I'll 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 start with it. Like I didn't cover it in the beginning, but like uh, cinematography, character design, costumes, uh, a whole shebang. Good. It's like, a period piece. Guillermo del Toro did did a really good job directing it, and all of my fundamental problems with it are on a script level. I don't know. I feel like you set it up so much that it just leaves loose ends untied, and I thought all of it made sense. It's it's hats on hats for me, where I'm like, I I want more of the main hat, and you're. What else is there to say about the main hat? What else is there to say? I I like, what is their relationship? Beyond them to being like two hot people getting it on underwater, like you're talking about (laughs) the the sea creature and yeah. What is there? I don't know. Like, like, it's, like, it's like forbidden if you, love. If you go Beauty and the Beast, all right, you know, you see her have an effect on the Beast. You see the, like, the Beast change have like an effect on her, and they they both grow. And you you get a sense that they like relationship is more than just we're hot people doing what hot people do best. And I I fundamentally don't get that from them because their entire relationship's covered in a montage. And I pointed out like thirty minutes in, thirty minutes in, they're already deeply in love, and she's looking to help him escape. And it's like I. That's the movie to me, is the two of them falling in love and her, like, overcoming her fear of this creep. Like, she is See, on board. She is in. Here's an egg where, like, you're the, the tallest fucking... Let's not <laughs> forget, so though, it was the second day that she goes in there to give him the egg. It was one day she, later, was, she rips the calendar off. It's one day later Yeah, from when she sees him at first... So when she goes back, she is not air. scared of him at first. She touches that container and he freaks the fuck out and she's like, "Whoa, cool!" But I think <laughs> I think it's like some forbidden love with some fairy tale magic. Like that's that's probably where I'm like the most angry because it's not 
a bad film, but it just could have been better. Like it just, I feel like it just needed a rewrite and needed a trim. Uh, this is like fundamental story issues where I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we? But that's where I'd like to go back to your point about the montage. And like I was saying, it's like a fairy tale. The way it's told with the writing, the monologue, the monologue at the beginning and the end frame it solely as her friend telling the story. Yeah. So he's telling the story as a montage from what he remembers and it's pieced together very much like someone telling a story because I feel like I was being told the story during the entire thing. Yeah, the framing device I think is fine. Um, but it's like fundamentally you're selling me like the pitch of the movie is, hey, the, the what, what, what the hell is it? Like a janitor befriends like a, a sea creature. Yeah, if you're going to pitch the and, movie. And, and if you're like, there, uh, a woman is falling in love with a terrifying sea creature, um, the fact that like no one treats him with fear beyond like the main villain, like the head scientist is like, this guy's great. Like we got to keep him alive and study him. And he's like not uh, evil for science and he's not willing to sell him to That's the Russians. That's very human though, right? He, it, sure. And he can just be a good guy. Um, her and Octavia Spencer are both like, hey, like, cool dude. He eats the guy's cat and the guy's like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> I got but five It's very cats. human because how many people do you know that would willingly torture animals? They, all the characters are very human. I think with the exception of how you say the very well-written or like, well-introduced they, they, villain. They don't have, like... And although, yeah, he is, like, the villain. They don't, like... But... Like, and there are people like that. It'd be like if, like, hey, let's watch Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty shows up at, like, the Beast's castle. And the Beast is, like, you know, big and scary and has her dad locked up in the dungeon. And she's like, oh, you're just misunderstood. You're, you're, you're like, big cuddly bear. Like, come over here and give me a hug. <laughs> and you, we'll release him. <laughs> have you met an ugly person before? <laughs> You're not scared of them, right? You no, know, it's it's a tale of misunderstood not, um, love. No, he he fundamentally is introduced by biting off a man's fingers. A man who was torturing him. Sure, but you don't know. Like, like you can guess, you can infer, but like, still, like, uh, the fact that you don't know that it's it's human because it's un, like it's a creature at that point. It's a creature capable of violence who like uh, is chained up by the government, and they're like, hey, you know, let's just kumbaya and I'll get it's like I you're you're fundamentally like leading me down a different story and that's, and where I, we go and that's the where, montage thing right we but, skip a lot of but that, yeah and that's where I'm like fundamentally I dislike the montage and I, I'm not buying into their relationship because it's like you pitched me a love story between these this like odd couple you know the creature and the woman and that's not what you're giving me you're giving me an escape you're giving like like fundamentally that's what it's the bulk of the movie is like, how do we get him out of this uh, pr uh, federal prison or whatever? How do we keep him outside of the authorities' grasp? And then how do we set him free? And it's like, those are the huge, big act points of the story. And it's, the romance is a subplot where it should be the main heart. Well, see, I think that's where we differ. Because like, I think there's a lot of humanity to be said about breaking him out keeping him away from the grass when setting him free. There's a lot of humanity involved. But also, how many times have you told a story without going on a tangent? Because I can't. I know you can't because I've done a podcast with yeah. you. I know you can't not go off into something else. And that's the thing with, sure, there's a lot of stuff covered, but it is very well told from his point of view. 
as a story that he's telling someone. Okay, the hats on hats and the plots that could be cut and the the characters not, you know, treating him with any fear are all fine because of the framing device used. I don't think they need to be cut because, because they're the f- embraced by the, the framing, framing device. device. Yeah, so you I, I as well as fundamentally if you disagree. put aside the completely strict mindset of this is a story about sure if you wanted to write a story about a woman who falls in love with a fish man you could make it a 90 minute movie cutting all the other shit yeah but there is a story to be told that the framing device like it's told the way that it should be told and i was not upset at anything i was being told because i felt like i was part of being told a story i i Disagree with the idea that like a framing device can or like uh, when you're talking about like it's fine to go on a tangent because you're telling a story and it's a framing device. It's the same kind of idea where people uh, talk about like dialogue and they're like, oh, like that's that's not like real dialogue. You know, people like stammer and cut each other off and and like, yeah, there's a, a, a film, you know, there's, there's some great directors and writers who like do more realistic dialogue where it's all over the place and people are talking on to each other and there's tangents and stuff like that, but it's like fundamentally that's not that's not what I like. Dialogue to me should be like what you wanted to say or what you should have said like five minutes ago. Like that one good line that you came up with as you're like driving away and be like, fuck, I should have said that to him. In the shower having that argument. Yeah, it's 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 like having that that perfect line because like you're you're distilling it down to like the the main beats and like the main that you're everything hits harder when it's in its like purest form. And that's as with this, where it's 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 not like, like even the story on its own is not like bad, but it's just weak, and it's uh it's it's painful to me to, for me to watch because I'm like, it's close, it's it's so close that and the uh, talent behind it is so uh, stellar that it's it's disappointing that it wasn't uh, where I I think it could have been or should have been if it had went through a couple of rewrites or some shit like that. So I don't think there is a better script in there because i feel like if you take out stuff you start missing stuff like like we've talked about some of the stuff we could cut before and i like yeah sure then you don't have that anymore but what you're gaining by making it more uh streamlined and and meatier where where it needs to be is is far beyond what you would lose by cutting those unnecessary subplots you want to go through what I described was my description. Yeah, I think we covered most of it. I think it was... I, I think the only thing we can cover, because we talked about it during the movie, but we haven't talked about it on air, is the uh, Giles, uh, the, the homosexual man choosing to, uh, uh, a life of crime. Uh, obviously, I, I, I downplayed it, because I think it's more humorous that way. But uh, we, we discussed a bit about how, like, Sure, there's a little bit more to his character when he chooses to help her, but also like the fact that he has lost everything before he decides, you know what, I'll help you, weakens the 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 moment and like the emotional connection between the two. If you haven't truly lost everything, you wouldn't do anything for the one thing you have left, and I think it builds some kind of layering to Gal's character, where. He has. He says, "No, I'm not going to do this crime. You're insane," and he loses everything, and he will do anything, including something he previously said no to, 
to maintain the one thing he has left in his life. Which, and it matters a little bit more because at the end he loses that too. And he truly, he, he is telling someone this story and he has nothing. You could accomplish a very similar thing by having it framed around his also unrequited love. The fact he loses everything means that, of course, he's going to commit to her because it's that's it. That's all he's got because he has aspects in his life and he's like, I don't want to break the law because I will lose these other aspects of my life. And then those aspects in his life fall apart. And and now she's all he's got left. So why would he not break the law for her? No, because what if you've got a friend who's struggling with addiction and they treat you like shit and you're like, fuck you, man, I'm done with you. And then they lose everything because they're an addict or something. And then they come back and they say, I'm sorry. I was wrong because I didn't see it that way. But after losing everything, I realized that you were the one thing that I had. Let me help you. I'm, uh, I'm not saying it's not impactful, but it's not as impactful as if your friend was an addict you said, hey, you need to get help. And they said, fuck you. And then you sat them down for an intervention and you're like, I love you. You know, this is how you're hurting me. This is how you're hurting the people around you. And because he's not at rock bottom yet, he understands the situation. He understands the people around him and he understands that he can make a change. That's like he's stopping his downward momentum and choosing to, to go back. We've seen up. Breaking Bad. Like, the other thing with the spy thing, although I know you hate the spy thing. I really do hate that spy is subplot. You did, like, kind of mention it was, like, the way you made it seem to me, the way I, under, I at least the way I understood it from what you're saying was that it was not related at all to the story. And it was directly I, related. I, I, I think I said it was about, like, stealing him for the Russians. I, I forgot that the main scientist is uh, not, like enacting the Russians' plan. He is a Russian operative, but he's, like, helping them because he, like, believes in the creature. And I uh, believed more that it was, like, I'm trying to steal said creature. Yeah, which, I mean, from my five memory. years ago, yeah, I yeah. can see how you'd remember it that way, but... I was surprised they... Like, I, I, th I think it was n nice and interesting they didn't play him for, like, a Frankenstein... Like, like an evil scientist, where he's, like, we must learn... The, the most and doing that is vivisection and yeah and he sees like that the creature reacts human like to the woman the janitor uh and yeah you want to talk rewrites you want to talk like actually pitching them falling in love him seeing that and then him helping smuggle her in to run like like tests to like try to teach him stuff through her and using their connection in that way you could have done like 20 30 uh, minute scenes of like the two of them falling in love as she teaches him um, how to like be more human and she works with the scientist and it would have made the fact he gets like fucking shot up at the end more like sad. Yeah, that would have hurt a little bit more, sure. But then you have to take away something else. Yeah, you have to move the escape. Like, like, like you have to have all their romance not occur in her apartment as she's fucking causing water has damage in the, to the... It, it has, has to, to happen the, at the uh, location. Like, you have to change settings. And the scientist has to watch them fuck. <laughs> which is not as romantic. I, I don't think he would watch them fuck. I think she would, like, sneak in. Like, after... No, after the, the way you're movie. phrasing right now, I think he watches them fuck. I, mean, I, <laughs> I think, think he does it. I think that happens. No one, no one Bob, you know. Dimitri Bob. Dimitri Bob really watches them fuck. 
for science. He he pretends to leave, but he's got the security cameras on. He's in that security room. He's watching it. He's, I gotta get a science job. <laughs> is this is this where the money is? is going? I need a CIA science job. I think it comes down to I think we said in the first episode. I think it was the first episode. You watch movies to watch a movie. A good movie, and I watch a movie for the experience of watching. Yeah, and that's because because when we talk about like horror, like you're like all in for the experience, and I'm I'm there for the story. This episode, we simply agree to disagree. Yeah. An insane concept <laughs> that we can just say we disagree, and it's okay. But I mean, that's that's it. I mean, we just disagree. Anything else? Anything else you want to? I think it's all been said. More passionately than I originally thought it would be. I thought, well, guys, we were struggling to find stuff to say in the beginning. We were. As, uh, I, I think you had like... I had a couple little, questions, but you yeah. pretty much answered all my questions in your description. So I was like, I don't have much to say. I guess we're just going to watch it. Yeah. And then I was kind of expecting the movie to end and we were going to be in the same boat where there wouldn't be much to say. However, we had a lot to say. I, I, I think two things we have to quickly cover is A, does it pass the Bechdel test? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Should we look it up? There's a website for it. There's, Someone yeah. will tell us if it does. I don't think so, though. There's that one, like, bitch who's always yelling, don't fucking clock her in or whatever, whatever the fuck. Oh, and the <laughs> She's technically Wait, a character. Those two women did have a conversation not about a love interest because it was about clocking her in. I, uh, I don't... Is there like a a duration requirement? Like if I, I don't think so. If I, I have two women on screen for one second saying like, "Do you like those cookies?" Does that pass the Bechdel? I think so. Um, I think this might pass. The female characters Zelda and Yolanda speak very early on in the film, um, which is literally the scene you're talking about. How they bitch about uh, clocking in on time. It does pass. I, Barely. I really thought the Bechdel test required a. Duration. Any conversation between two women. That that is the lowest fucking bar possible. Hollywood sucks, man. <laughs> it is a low bar, and still it cannot be met. Holy shit! Fuck! How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World fails. Like what the fuck? This is such. This See is, what I mean? This is such so a many low movies bar. Fail. Holy it's shit! It's such a low bar, and yet it still failed. I I really believe like a hundred percent that there was a fucking time li- limit involved. And, and because of that time, like, I thought it had to be, like, you know, three to five minutes or something like that. And it's like, okay, uh, I understand, you know, some films you can't, uh, they, they they would struggle more. Lightyear. Morbius fucking fails. Morbius Lightyear failed. Oh it's a kid's movie. God. Nope. And it failed. Nope fails. What the fuck? That is, that is fucking insane. All right. And the, the, the second the most important part, was there a Ferris wheel? No, no so. Ferris wheel in the shape of water. No, could have benefited from one. So, so like, uh, that would have brought it from a, an eighty to like a what hundred and twelve? About one hundred and fifteen. Oh, okay. Wow. you know, give or take, depending on the size and shape of the Ferris wheel. That's true, and whether it's like lit up or uh, active, well, you know, active, you know, there's you so know, many fucking variables. A cute carnival boardwalk. A date with these two on see, a Ferris wheel? See, could you imagine them going on proper fucking dates? <laughs> oh no, we've talked too long. I've gone to the wrong side. Well, that's uh, that's all the time we got for you today. Uh, as always, you can reach us uh, by email at secondhandscreenplay at gmail.com. You can send us uh, any stuff you made. Try your own hand at secondhandscreenplay. Hopefully, the next episode 
should actually be back to the proper format, full uh, secondhand screenplay. We're doing maybe the next couple mysteries. Maybe the next couple. Yeah, if we can if we can knock out a few of these. Um, but uh, thank you very much for bearing with us in this uh, transitionary phase. And as always, I'm Bill. And I'm Nate. And we'll catch you next time.